This scripture reading and the following address were part of the YouTube streamed worship service from St Paul's Lutheran Church, Box Hill, Victoria, Australia on August 28, 2022. For more information, visit www.stpaulsboxhill.org.au. Gospel according to Luke chapter 22. And this will be uh, the text for my address, which will be a little bit later this morning. When the hour came, Jesus took his place at the table and the apostles with him. He said to them, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. Then he took a cup and after giving thanks, he said, Take this and divide it among yourselves. For I tell you that from now on I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. Then he took a loaf of bread And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And he did the same with the cup after supper, saying, This cup that is poured out for you is the new covenant in my blood. A dispute also arose among them as to which one of them was to be regarded as the greatest. But Jesus said to them, the kings of the Gentiles lorded over them, and those in authority over them are called benefactors, but not so with you. Rather, the greatest among you must become like the youngest, and the leader like the one who serves. For who is greater, the one who is at the table or the one who serves? Is it not the one at the table? But I, I am among you as one who serves. And this is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Um, This is the fifth part of our sermon series. We're focusing today on this gift, the gift of the Lord's Supper, uh, just ever so briefly here today. And I remind you of the, the words of Jesus in our Gospel reading where he says, I am among you as one who serves. I am among you as one who serves. It is great to welcome people amongst us, as we've just done uh, here today. And it's um, a reason to give thanks. Uh, The sun is shining. September is beckoning. The swans are in the finals. Um, There's lots of reasons to give thanks, perhaps. Um, But I especially give thanks as the weather starts to change and as we welcome people in our midst for special meals. Meals of families, big families maybe, Um, or meals where special friends come together, meals where we invite people to our homes to share in our regular Sunday fair perhaps. Anyone else like like just getting together in the warmer weather for meals? Yeah, it's one of my favourite things, I have to say. And it's a lovely season at the moment. I've got a, there's a couple of weddings coming up in September. The wedding um, feasts are sometimes just a very, very special time to celebrate, aren't they? I love family meals and meals of that nature. 
And I reckon, in fact, I'm pretty sure God does too. God does too. And I reckon God's people in the Lutheran church, when we come to have a look at what our worship is all about, with these high points that we've sort of been pointed to over these weeks, I suppose, we come to the, the big number two high point, that is the gift of this meal that God gives to us that we call the Lord's Supper. Earlier on this year, uh, well, it should have been late last year, but it was earlier on this year at our place, some of us undertook the, the, the National Church Life Survey. Um, you might remember that if you, if you filled out, we went online, you responded to some things about the church, things that you like, things that you don't like, that sort of stuff, um, things that are, are important, etc. The number one thing that we said that we like about worship as Lutherans, not, that's not just us here, but as Lutherans, is what would you, what would you hazard a guess? Serena? Communion, yeah, exactly right. About 70% of our responses said we really, really value Holy Communion the most. So that means, you know, there's a bunch of other responses in there, but it says something about this meal. And we're just going to ever so briefly this morning um, work our way through that a little bit today as we come, as I say, to this important second part of our worship service. But let's just um, fold our, well, let's just uh, gather in prayer. Lord Jesus Christ, um, you bid us, you invite us from your heart to come. To come this day when, as you prepare this meal and make all things ready for us. Prepare us now too as, as your word uh, comes into our ears, our lives, our hearts, to receive what you have for us. Uh, Lord Jesus, in your name we pray. Amen. We will hear those words, they'll be on Pastor Phil's lips, come, um, for all is now ready. They're actually Jesus' words, aren't they? And they're Jesus' words in Scripture, a couple of chapters before the Gospel reading that we heard um, this morning in Luke chapter 22. You'll find them in Luke 14, where Jesus tells a story of a man who gives a great banquet, and he sends the invitation to those who are invited to the banquet, come now. For I've made everything ready for you. What's their response? And today, what will our response be? Your response. Um, Gemma beautifully said in the kids' address, well, maybe our response can be, um, what did she say? I wrote it down, but I've lost the words. An enthusiastic uh, attitude, I think. I received the most lovely text message last Sunday morning. It was from someone who hadn't been able to be at worship for a little while because of all sorts of things going on in their lives. And they sent me a message saying, we're all excited to be on the way to church. It just encouraged me so much, I have to say, but they were excited to be at this place. And today, what will our response be? That's where I'd like to connect this one in. As Jesus says, come, come, I make things ready for you. I'm among you. Uh, as, as, as uh, I serve you. Why is this meal so important? Why is it so important to us all? Well, you might give your own better answers than I will, but let me just pick up on a few things with you this morning. In the Lord's Supper, Jesus is here. Jesus is the host. It's an amazing, wonderful thing. And he says, come and receive. In the parable of that banquet in Luke 14, though, the invited guests respond in not such an enthusiastic way to the response of 
are the host of the meal. In fact, their excuses are, you know, take me back to year eight, I reckon, and when I didn't do my assignments and stuff, you know, I bought a cow. I've got married. The dog ate my invitation. That was, my, that was more the thing I came up with. But they don't come, do they? And it must break the host's heart, I think. So often as disciples, there are so many things that get in the road in life that we lose, lose hold of this precious invitation that God himself makes to, to all of us. And we heard about that in our reading too. The disciples go off on their own, you know, who's greater? Who's, where am I going to sit? And all this sort of stuff. The invitation is there, but yet the devil, as Luther would say, the devil, the world, and our sinful selves. That's how I learned it in my um, early years. These three all seem to conspire ever so easily to take me away from this beautiful gift of invitation. Jesus says to those disciples who are about, you know, who are around him, the kings of the Gentiles lorded over them, those in authority over them are called benefactors, but not so with you. Don't be, don't be worried about being the greatest. In fact, the greatest among you must be like the youngest, and the leader as one who serves. For who is the greater one? Is it the one who sits at the table or the one who serves? And Jesus answers his own question. He says, isn't it the one who sits, who is served? And yet he says, but I, I am among here, among you. God comes to us to serve us. So just hear that invitation again today. What a joy it is to welcome people who are new to us at St. Paul's. Thank you to all of you. What a joy it is then to share in this expanded family meal. As Jesus says, this is my body given for you. This is my blood shed for you so that you may be forgiven and live. Jesus not only serves us at the table today, but he gives us his very finest in this new covenant, this new agreement that God makes with us. And it's, a, it's, a, it's an agreement of gift, of pure gift in the giving of his body and his blood here today as we meet. Jesus gives and enacts this new covenant all in one. You might remember that the old covenant was um, a meal that God said to Moses and the people of Israel back when they were slaves in Egypt, eat this meal because this is going to be um, a meal of remembrance to you so that you, you, you are reminded, you always know that I rescued you, people of Israel, and brought you out of slavery. And, it, and we hear those words that we hear in um, Jesus' a gift of the Lord's Supper because God says to Moses, this day shall be a day of remembrance for you. You shall keep doing it as, as, as a time of remembrance. Same word as we hear in the Lord's Supper. Jesus gives this word remembrance this whole new, eternal, wonderful meaning for us. For the Jewish people who celebrate the Passover, you know, the youngest person in the family asks the oldest person, what's this meal about? And the oldest person explains it as a meal that we were rescued. That is the people in the present day. Um, that's, that's the explanation that was given. Today for us, Jesus gives this new and ongoing explanation that he gives us today this taste of life, this gift of forgiveness, heaven on earth. 
in this new covenant. And so he generously says to you and me, come. Come here to receive my very, very best gifts. The forgiveness of sins, life eternal. It's an invitation for each of us individually. It's an invitation for each of us as family, God's family in Jesus Christ. It's an invitation that we share not just in this little patch of the world, but with Christians everywhere who celebrate this meal today. And not only with us on earth, the saints on earth, but as we wonderfully, wonderfully sing with the saints in heaven, holy, 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 and we're about to do that, aren't we? We might think of those people in our lives who heard Jesus' invitation in their life, who accepted in faith, and who now are around that heavenly throne um, singing it forever. The National Church Life Survey teaches us many things, and we'll unpack those things over these times. It teaches us that as Lutherans, we value this meal, and I thank God for that. The other thing I I kind of thank God for is that um, as we think of the meal that we receive and the invitation that we have, that we also can be people who extend that invitation to others in our lives. Maybe they're people who have known the faith, but who don't come anymore. And it might take us one time, two times, three, maybe many times, but it's it's a really, really important invitation to bring. And the people who are new to the Lutheran Church of Australia and to new, to new churches, they don't, um, the National Church Life Survey has told us from their feedback that it's our garden variety church services that they connect with. It's interesting, isn't it? It's that garden variety invitation of Jesus that says, come, that spiritually makes a difference for people who have been here a long time and for people who are new. So as you hear the invitation today, may I strongly and warmly encourage you to take it with you to share with others too. I love family meals, I really do, but my love for them pales into insignificance in relation to God's love for this meal because of God's love for you, for God's love for the whole world. So hear the invitation today and in faith, come and enjoy and thanksgiving, take it out into the world with you. Amen. And God's peace, guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus to life everlasting. Amen.